هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين ثم أما بعد فنتابع درسنا في شرح كتاب أصول السنة للإمام أحمد بن حنبل رحمه الله تعالى We'll continue our class and explanation of the book Usul al-Sunnah, the Foundations of Sunnah by Imam Ahmad bin Hanbar rahimahullah. وقد وقفنا عند قول المصنف رحمه الله ومثل أحاديث الرؤية كلها. We've reached where the author rahimahullah is said and like the ahadith of the seeing all of them. يقول المصنف رحمه الله هذا الكلام في سياق قوله بأننا ينبغي علينا وأن طريقة أهل السنة والجماعة أنهم يؤمنون بما أخبر به النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وبأحاديث النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كلها وإن نأت عن الأسماع So the author رحمه الله mentions sentence in the context of mentioning that the way of the people of sunnah is that they believe in all of the ahadith, all of the narrations from the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم even if they were things that were uh, to them that were surprising and shocking and amazing, um, that they did not know about them and they were difficult to understand and comprehend. So it is upon the believer to believe in the statement of the Messenger even if he was not able to comprehend it and understand it. Uh, rather, he should submit to it and believe in it. He said, and from the likes of that is all of the narrations in regards to seeing. Uh, what he means is seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Messenger informed us that the believers will see their Lord on the Day of Judgment. إلى ربها ناظرة أي أنها تنظر إلى ربها جل وعلا. So Allah سبحانه وتعالى told us in the Quran that there will be faces on that day that that will be bright and will be lightened. إلى ربها ناظرة and they will be looking at their Lord. They will be looking at their Lord. فهذه آية صحيحة هذه آية صحيحة عفوا في إثبات رؤية الله جل وعلا. This is a clear verse in regards to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَذَلِكَ قَالَ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ أَوْ قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ وَسَلَّمَ إِنَّكُمْ تَرَوْنَ رَبَّكُمْ عَيَانًا كَمَا تَرَوْنَ الشَّمْسَ لَيْسَ دُونَهَا سَحَابٌ وَكَمَا تَرَوْنَ الْقَمَرَ لَيْلَةَ الْبَدْرِ لَيْسَ دُونَهُ سَحَابٌ Likewise the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said what means verily you'll see uh, and like you see the moon, the full moon, in a night that has no no uh, clouds, in a clear night. Uh, and this is another hadith that tells us that. Uh, 
وكذلك قال الله سبحانه وتعالى للذين أحسن حسنا وزيادة الله سبحانه وتعالى said what means for those who believe the good and more الحسنة وزيادة الزيادة على الحسنة فسرها النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بالرؤية برؤية الله سبحانه وتعالى the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم explained with this more so to those who believe the good and more the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم explained what this more means and that it is seeing Allah سبحانه وتعالى يعني هذه كلها أحاديث ويعني من منها أن الله سبحانه وتعالى يقول لعباده بعد أن يدخلوا الجنة هل تريدون شيئا أزيدكم قالوا ماذا نريد بيضت وجوهنا وأدخلتنا الجنة وأعطيتنا وأعطيتنا فيتجلى لهم ربهم فما يتنعمون بنعمة ولا يجدون أفضل من رؤية الله تبارك وتعالى The Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم he told us that on the day of judgment Allah سبحانه وتعالى will say as in the meaning of the hadith that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say to his servants after they enter paradise, do you want more? And they will say, what do we want? We, you have brightened and lightened our faces and you allowed us to enter the paradise and you gave us and you gave us all of the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reveal himself to them and they will, have, they will find no pleasure that is greater from seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فهذه كلها تدل أو هذه كل أحاديث تدل على رؤية الله سبحانه وتعالى. So all of these things are proofs and evidences about seeing Allah سبحانه وتعالى. The believers will see Allah سبحانه وتعالى on the day of judgment. ويعني يستدل أو يعني بعض فرق البدع والضلال. جهمية وكالمعطلة من الجهمية والمعتزلة وتبعتهم الأشاعرة في نفي رؤية الله جل وعلا. Some of the people, some of the groups of misguidance have gone astray in regards to the topic of seeing Allah سبحانه وتعالى from the likes of المعطلة, those who negate the attributes of Allah سبحانه وتعالى and refuse and reject the attributes of Allah سبحانه وتعالى. From the likes of Al-Mu'tazila, Wal-Jahmiya, and Al-Ashaira followed them in, in certain perspective, in certain ways. وَاسْتَدَلُّوا uh, بِأَشْيَاءِ They used things as evidences. مِنْهَا قَوْلُ اللَّهِ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى لَا تُدْرِكُهُ الْأَبَصَارِ قَالُوا إِذَنْ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَ وَتَعَالَى لَا يُرَى لِأَنَّ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَ وَتَعَالَى وَصَفَ نَفْسَهُ بِقَوْلِهِ لَا تُدْرِكُهُ الْأَبَصَارِ الإدراك والإحاطة بالشيء فكما قال الله سبحانه وتعالى فلما تراء الجيشان قالوا إنا لمدركون يعني قال قوم موسى لموسى عليه السلام إنا لمدركون وذلك كان بعد أن حصلت الرؤية يعني هم رأوا العدو ثم قالوا إنا لمدركون فالإدراك هو غير الرؤية الإدراك هو الإحاطة ولهذا لا تدركه الأبصار وهو يدرك الأبصار ولهذا يعني ذكر بعض السلف يعني قالوا أرأيت السماء قال نعم قال أدركتها يعني هل يستطيع الإنسان أن يحيط نظره وبصره بكل السماء هذا غير ممكن ولله المثل الأعلى الله سبحانه وتعالى لا تدركه الأبصار ولكنه يرى وهذا فيه إثبات الأدلة 
جميعها. So some of the those groups of falsehood uh, from those who negate the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they use as an evidence the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that means the uh, uh, the sites uh, do not uh, the sites cannot uh, fully see him uh, or cannot uh, encompass him the sites cannot encompass him so this of course is is a wrong understanding because the word that is you uh, or they say it means that the sites can't see him um, and this is wrong understanding because the word that is used is la Al-idrak is encompassing, not merely seeing. And of course, there is a very large difference. For example, we see the heavens, we see the sky, but do we encompass all of the heavens with our uh, with our sight? Of course not. Um, similarly, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala mentioned about Musa alayhi salam and his people when they escaped from Pharaoh uh, and his people, and they were escaping from him. And they followed them, meaning the people of Pharaoh and uh, the and his and his army followed Musa السلام, and his people. And when they saw them, when Musa and his people they saw uh, Pharaoh and his army, they said, "We are reached, have reached us." Um, and uh, when they said the word, "Inna mudrakun," verily we are surrounded. We are surrounded. So the word that is used is mudrakun, the same word. So it means to be surrounded and encompassed. So uh, it doesn't merely mean seeing. Because they already saw them. They already met and they saw each other. And then the uh, and then the people of Musa, they said, we, we are surrounded. Naam. Wa kadalik sastadallu biqawli Allahi tabaraka wa ta'ala li Musa lamma talaba يَرَاهُ جَلَّ وَعَلَى قَالَ لَنْ تَرَاهُ وَلَكِنْ يَنْظُرْ إِلَى الْجَبَلِ فَإِنْ اسْتَقَرَّ مَكَانَهُ فَسَوْفَ تَرَانِي فَلَمَّا جَلَّ رَبُّهُ لِلْجَبَلِ جَلَّهُ دَكَّا وَخَرَّ مُوسَى صَعِقًا استدلوا بهذا وقالوا سبحانه وتعالى قال لموسى لن تراني نقول هذه هذا في الدنيا يعني لن تراني في الدنيا إن الله سبحانه وتعالى كما أخبر النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم حجابه النور لو كشف لو كشفه لا أحرقت وجهه منتهى إليه بصره من قلقه فهذا في الدنيا الله سبحانه وتعالى يعني حجابه نور ولا ولا يستطيع أحد أن يرى الله سبحانه وتعالى في الدنيا أما في الآخرة فإن الله سبحانه وتعالى يأن للمؤمنين ويجعل لهم القدرة أن يروا الله أن يروا وجهه سبحانه وتعالى. Likewise, they use as an evidence the statement of Allah سبحانه وتعالى when موسى عليه السلام asked him to allow him to see him. He said, "لن تراني. You will not see me. Uh, but look at the mountain, and if it stays in its place, then you will be able to to see me. And when Allah سبحانه وتعالى exposed himself to the uh, to to the mountain, it it fell apart. Um, and Musa السلام, uh, became unconscious. So this is, they use this as an evidence that specifically his statement, Lantaran, you will not see me. Uh, we say this is in the dunya, this is in this life. But as, uh, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, as the Messenger وسلم, told us that he, um, that he is covered with the light, and if 
he removes this covering, uh, this curtain of light, then the yani uh, his face will burn everything that that is that he sees, um, and so this is in the dunya specifically. In the hereafter, Allah subhanahu wa taala permits the believers to uh, to look at, at his face subhanahu wa taala, and this is from the bounties of him from his bounty subhanahu wa ta'ala and his blessings upon the believers is that he permits them to see his face um, and this is a matter that the companions may Allah be pleased with them did not disagree upon uh, the believers, the companions, may Allah be pleased with them. They will all, they were all uh, in on. Uh, they they were all in agreement that the believers will see their Lord on the day of judgment, without a doubt. Uh, so this is something that one must believe in. So one should not pay attention to the statements of those uh, groups that are upon falsehood. And then the author rahimahullah he said and one should not debate uh, or he, and he should not debate with anyone um, and should not uh, go into debates and uh, disagreements with anyone. وَلَا يَتَعَلَّمُ الْجِدَالِ And should not learn how to debate and how to argue. فَإِنَّ الْكَلَامَ فِي الْقَدَرِ وَالرُّؤْيَةِ وَالْقُرْآنِ وَغَيْرِهَا مِنَ السُّنَنِ مَكْرُوهٌ وَمَنْهِيٌ عَنِ Because debate and speech about the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and about seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and about the Qur'an and other than this from the narrations is disliked. وَقَوْلُهُ مَكْرُوهٌ يُقْصَدُ بِهِ التَّحْرِيمِ فعند كثير من العلماء المتقدمين كانوا يقو كانوا يطلقون النهي أو الكراهة على الشيء المحرم ولهذا قال ومنهي عنه والمنهي عنه هو المحرم. So uh, it is disliked meaning that it is impermissible because many of the pre of the scholars in the first generations or the first centuries in the Islamic uh, in the يعني uh, after the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم the first centuries, the scholars used to call something disliked um, and they used to use the word disliked about something that is prohibited and, and impermissible. Uh, and what makes it clearer is his statement and it is forbidden from. And he said it is disliked and it is forbidden from. يعني يكون الكلام لا يكون صاحبه من أهل السنة حتى يدع الجدال ويسلم ويؤمن بالآثار. So the one who debates about these matters is not considered to be from the people of Sunnah until he leaves off debates and he fully submits and he believes in the narrations. فقال لا يكون صاحبه أي صاحب الجدال the one who debates لا يكون وإن أصاب بكلامه السنة يعني وإن جادل وأصاب السنة لا يكون من أهل السنة So the one who debates and argues and goes into argumentation and debates with the people 
even if he is, even if it, with his statements, as the author, Rahimahullah, he said, even with his, if with his statements, he actually, uh, yani affirms the sunnah, he is still not con considered from the people of sunnah until he leaves off those debates. وَقَدْ ذَكَرْنَا فِي دُرُوسِ We've already talked about debates in previous classes. وَقُلْنَا أَنَّ الْأَصْلَ أَنَّ الْأَصْلَ أَنَّ الْإِنسَانَ لَا يُجَادِلُ We said that, uh, the, uh, that one should not debate. Uh, this is the origin of the matter, is that person should not, a person, a believer should not debate and go into debates. وَلَكِنْ قَدْ يَجُوزُ فِي أَحْوَالِ But debate is permissible in specific uh, situations. وَذَلِكَ إِذَا دَعَوْتَ إِنسَانًا يعني ذكرت له الحق وكان هذا الشخص عنده بعض الشبهات واحتجت لأن تكشف عنه وتكشف هذه الشبهات وتبينها له فهو يريد الحق وأنت رأيت من كلامك معه أنه مريد للحق فهذا لا مانع من أن تجادله بينك وبينه ولا يكون جدالا علنيا كما يفعل بعض الناس من المجادلات المتلفزة وفي الإذاعات وفي مواقع الإنترنت لا يكون هكذا وإنما أنت دعوت شخصا إلى سنة ما دعوت شخصا إلى توحيد الله سبحانه وتعالى وإلى تصحيح الاعتقاد ووجدت أنه يريد الحق وأنه ربما عنده بعض الشبهات التي تعلق بها فلا مانع من أن تبينها له بعلم بشرط أن لا يكون كلامك إلا بعلم وإلا وكذلك بأسلوب حسن So we talked about debates and we said there are certain situations in which debates are permissible For example, one situation is you're calling someone to the truth to single out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to correct his belief and his creed uh, to uh, calling someone to the sunnah and warning him against innovations and you find that this individual that you're calling wants, wants to know, to learn and wants to follow the truth. But perhaps he has some doubts because of uh, his past, because of what he has heard in the past uh, from, from the people of falsehood. He has some doubts, but he wants to clarify those doubts. He wants to understand. And you can see from, from his questioning and from his... Uh, uh, from, from from the way he's talking, that he he does want the truth. In that case, it is permissible for you to debate with him. Of course, that is only upon knowledge and upon a good the good way, a good manners, uh, the good speech. Uh, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala قَالَ لَنَا عَنْ أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ وَجَادِلْهُمْ بِالَّتِي هِيَ أَحْسَنُ Allah Subhanahu wa Taala said about the people of the book and debate with them. With that which is best. And likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said what means, and do not debate with the people of the book except with that which is best. Uh, so it has to be with knowledge and with good manners, with a good way of speaking to the people. Uh, and also, when that happens, when someone is debating with someone who has doubts and clarifying those doubts uh, it should be uh, more or less in a private sitting 
It shouldn't be as we, unfortunately, we see that they have those debates uh, on uh, uh, on uh, television channels and uh, websites, public websites, where people start debating with one another. Um, this is not the permissible debate. وكذلك يجوز الجدال إذا انتشرت البدعة بشكل كبير واحتيج لمن يبين خطرها أو إذا انتشر الباطل واحتاج الناس لمن يبين لمن يبين الحق. So likewise it is permissible if the falsehood was very common and a lot of people were following the falsehood and there was a dire need for someone to clarify the truth. In that case, it is permissible to debate. وكذلك ذكر أهل العلم إذا ألزم الإنسان إذا أجبر على على المناظرة كما حصل للإمام أحمد رحمه الله حيث أتي به إلى يعني إلى أمير المؤمنين في ذلك الوقت أو إلى أمير ذلك الوقت وألزم على المجادلة والمناظرة في في حضوره. So if the person was forced to debate, for example. Uh, Imam Ahmad rahimahullah, he was uh, brought by force uh, to attend the gathering and the sitting of the leader of his time and was ordered and was commanded to debate uh, with the Mu'tazira of his uh, at that time. So that's another reason for the person or that's another time in which debate is permissible. Now, qala la yakunu sahibuhu وَإِنْ أَصَابَ بِكَلَامِهِ السُّنَّةِ مِنْ أَهْلِ السُّنَّةِ حَتَّى يَدَعَ الْجِدَالَ وَيُسَلِّمَ وَيُؤْمِنَ بِالْآثَارِ So one who debates and argues in regards to the religion is not considered to be from the people of Sunnah even if he was to uh, speak the Sunnah and even if he was to speak the truth until he leaves off the debate and the argumentation and the religion. Um, ويعني لما خرج النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ووجد أناسا يتناظرون في القدر فغضب النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم حتى كأنما تفقأ في وجهه حب الرمان ثم قال أتريدون أن تضربوا كتاب الله بعضه ببعض فأنكر عليه منكارا شديدا The Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم One time he came out and he found the people debating He found some people arguing about the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he became angry and his face became red and he from from anger and he said are you are you attempting to make the quran as if it contra- contradicts one another so the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam became angry because they debated and they argued in regards to the religion فالذي ينبغي مع اهل البدع الا يجالسهم الانسان والا يناظرهم والا يجادلهم وأن لا يسمع منهم وكان بعض السلف يعني يقال له تعالى أقرأ عليك آية فيقول ولا نصف آية لا يسمع من أهل الكتاب ولا نصف آية Some of the righteous predecessors they, Some people used to come to them from the people of innovation and say to them Come I will recite a verse for you I will recite a verse and say, They would say I don't want to listen from to listen to you even if it is half a, half a verse from the Quran. I don't want to listen to you. So this is the way in dealing with the people of innovation, the people of debates, the people of argumentation that we leave them off. We do not argue with them, we do not debate with them. Naam, nubayyun al-haq, 
نعم نرد على أهل الباطل نرد على أهل البدع كما فعل ويفعل علماؤنا طبعا كما قلنا بعلم وبأسلوب حسن بيّن أهل العلم وحذروا من كثير من أهل البدع The people of knowledge they, they, uh, عفوا يعني يبين أهل العلم وردوا على كثير من أهل البدع فالرد على أهل البدع لا تدخل في المنهي عنه من المناظرة والمجادلة فهم لا يجلسون معهم ليردوا عليهم وإنما يؤلفوا يؤلفوا كتبا في الرد على أهل البدع ويتكلمون في محاضراتهم ومجالسهم يحذرون من أهل البدع وردود أهل العلم معروفة وكثيرة وارجعوا إلى كلام أهل العلم في أهل البدع ارجعوا إن شئتم إلى رد أهل العلم على أمثال سيد قطب وما عنده من ضلالات وكيف أن أهل العلم مجمعون مجتمعون لا يخالف فيهم أحد في الرد على سيد قطب وعلى بدعه وضلالاته وكذلك على مثلا حسن البنا وعلى الخميني وعلى غيرهم من أهل البدع والضلال هم يردون عليهم ويبينون ضلالاتهم ولا يخافون في الله لوم تلائم هذه طريقة أهل السنة وجماعة أنهم يردون على أهل البدع يردون عليهم بعلم وبصدق وبأسلوب حسن فنجد في كتبهم كثير يقولون قال فلان في كتابه كذا صفحة كذا لا يكون الرد إلا بعلم لا يكون بالأكاذيب ولا يكون بالغش وارجعوا إلى كتب الشيخ ربيع حفظه الله ربيع بن هادي عمير المدخلي حفظه الله ارجعوا إلى كتبه في في ردوده على أهل الأهواء وعلى أهل البدع وغيره كثير من أهل من أهل العلم من ردوا على أهل البدع وبينوا عوارهم so this warning against debate and argumentation in the religion it is not to be understood as that it is not permissible for example to refute the people of innovation rather refuting the people of innovation is from the way of the people of sunnah refuting the innovators and the people of innovation and the the people of falsehood in general we refute them we speak ill of them we warn against them with knowledge based upon knowledge uh, based upon uh, based upon knowledge based upon the truth uh, so we the people of knowledge when they refute the people of innovation the as we see in many of the books and the words and the statements of the people of knowledge look for example at the books of the of Sheikh Rabia and refuting the many innovators uh, from the likes of, of Sayyid Qutb, um, the head of, and, and likewise uh, Hassan al-Banna, those two individuals, and with them also al-Khumayni and the likes of, of him, and, uh, uh, and uh, all of the people of innovation, but those individuals are the, found, the founders of current times terrorist groups. Uh, from those who establish the rule of takfir upon the believers and fight against the believers and separate the believers, we find that the people of the people of Sunnah and the scholars have refuted them. They refu re they refuted them and their statements, but based upon uh, truthfulness. So they do not they do not lie on their behalf and about them. Uh, they do not uh, they do not oppress them. Rather, they will say. As we see in many of the books of Sheikh Rabia, for example, Sheikh Rabia bin Hadi al-Madkhali, Hafidahullah, may Allah preserve him, we find that he says, for example, Sayyid Qutb in his book such and such, on the page number such and such, he said, and he copies the text as, as, as is. He copies the entire text, 
and he clarifies the falsehood in those texts um, and he warns against against those statements and against the, the individual so this is the way of the people of Sunnah and not this is not to be confused with the speech of the people of knowledge from the righteous predecessors and until our very day uh, in warning against uh, uh, argumentation and debates because those are completely different topics warning against the people of innovation is one thing and open debates is a whole is a whole other thing and they do they should not be confused with one another ونس الله سبحانه وتعالى أن يوفقنا جميعا إلى ما يحب ويرضى وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى 